0: just kind of get the splashed over and the leftovers amen but somebody's jumped over I thank God for the church stay with the church amen stay with the church stay with the man of God and um, I do appreciate God today I can't tell you enough Uh, Brother Moore talking about the mercies of God I'm so thankful for the mercies of God Amen. That are renewed to us how often? Every morning. That's what the scripture said. Every morning. Oh, I'm telling you, God gets up and cleans his blackboard every morning. Amen. If we pray. If we pray. If we keep a repentant heart. Amen. Amen. God is so good. And I sure love and appreciate uh, brother and sister Moore. And this church family, why don't you give your pastor and his wife a real good hand clap? For they watch for your soul. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Come on now. There's a tremendous difference between a shepherd and a hireling. You got a shepherd. Come on. I said you got a shepherd. Amen. First sign of trouble, a hireling's going he's gonna lie to Shuck. Amen. Some of y'all don't even know what that means. Praise God. He's gonna run. <laughs> but that shepherd, I'm telling you, whenever whenever trouble comes, that shepherd's gonna fight for the flock. Amen. I know it's, um, I kind of halfway felt bad. I kind of halfway invited myself, and I don't do that. I don't do that. Uh, But I'm glad to be here. And really had another place that I was supposed to go today, but I didn't want to go there. (laughs) Amen. I wanted wanted to be here. I wanted to be here, and um, I talked to Brother Moore long enough that he finally invited me. (laughs) Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Perseverance. Man. Man, sometimes that's how we have to do God. We just stay with it. Stay with it. So we just stayed with it. I love you, Brother Moore. And it's, um, I, had a, I had a purpose in mind. Uh, it's Pastor Appreciation Month. And I'm sure y'all already done something great for your pastor. Um, but I just want to preach a little bit today about the preacher. Amen. Is that all right? Um, every day every day should be Pastor Appreciation Day. Um, but I, I do want to preach to us, and I'm not going to hold you long. I know that's famous words, but I'm not. I'm, I just got a little message that I want to preach. Hadn't got anything wrote down. I just want to preach from my heart. And uh, I feel like I know this man of God good enough to do that this morning. And we've come today to, uh, to give honor to Brother Moore. He don't know anything about it. He's hearing it just like you are. Amen. So we appreciate you, Pastor Moore. We appreciate you. I appreciate what you've stood for all these years and what you're still standing for. Amen. Come on. <laughs> Hallelujah. Shaka tayala shaka. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Amen. And I appreciate this church so very much standing by a man of God. Amen. Stand by your preacher. Stay on board the ship. Everybody say amen. amen. Even when the storms of life. When the storms of life come, and they will come, they will come. Stay on board the ship. It's going to survive. Amen. If you'd like to turn to a passage of Scripture found in Romans, the 10th chapter, and I could quote it, and most of you could. Romans, the 10th chapter, verse 13. I also appreciate all these singers. and uh, I can tell that they've been praying before they sing. That does make a difference. Amen. Amen. Verse 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him whom they have not believed? How shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? How shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace. Bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Esaias saith, Lord, who hath believed our report? Go into another passage of scripture. Found in the book of 1 Samuel, the 7th chapter. 1 Samuel, the 7th chapter, 2nd verse. And it came to pass, while the ark abode in Ker-Jath-Georium, that the time was long, for it was twenty years, And all the house of Israel lamented after the Lord. And Samuel, everybody say Samuel, or the preacher. He spake unto all the house of Israel, saying, If you do return unto the Lord with all your hearts, then put away the strange gods and Ashtaroth from among you, and prepare your hearts unto the Lord and serve him only. And he will deliver you out of the hand of the Philistines." Then the children of Israel did put away Balaam and Ashtaroth, and serve the Lord only. And Samuel, or the preacher, said, Gather all Israel to Mizpah, and I will pray for you. Everybody say, Pray for you you. unto the Lord. And they gathered together to Mizpah and drew water and poured it out before the Lord and fasted on that day and said there, We have sinned against the Lord. And Samuel judged the children of Israel in Mizpah. When the Philistines heard, the children of Israel were gathered together to miss. But the lords of the Philistines went up against Israel. And when the children of Israel heard it, they were afraid of the Philistines. And the children of Israel said to Samuel, or their preacher, Cease not to cry unto the Lord our God for us, that he will save us. Everybody say save us. Out of the hand of the Philistines. Samuel took a sucking lamb and offered it for a burnt offering, holy, unto the Lord. Samuel, or the preacher, cried unto the Lord for Israel, and the Lord heard him. Hallelujah. The Lord heard him. Can I get the church to pray? Brother Moore, would you ask God's anointing on this word? Pray, church. Church. Pray, church. Mighty God of heaven, as we come into this house this morning, God, we invite you, Lord, to come down, walk these aisles, speak to the hearts, the minds of the people. God, let there be an anointing to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. God, anoint my mind right now. God, I think on that which is holy and godly in your sight. God, anoint us to see. God, anoint us to hear. God, anoint our lips with the coals from the fire of the altar today. Lord, we ask it in Jesus' name. The church shouted amen. Amen. Give the Lord a real good hand and clap of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, what a beautiful spirit in the house this morning. Oh, how good it is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen to come into the house of the Lord and feel that Shekinah glory today. Oh, if you hadn't tried it, why don't you just lift up your hands right now Amen. And feel that your kind of glory as it comes down. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Amen. You may be seated. Don't ever let it become commonplace for you to feel the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. For just a little while, I want to preach this morning on the value, the value of the man of God. Amen. The value of the man of God. Amen. How can they hear without a preacher? How can they preach except they be sent of God? God's always had a people. God's always had a, had a, a children. Amen. But to uh, lead this children or to, or to preach to them. Amen. God raised up a man. The first preacher, uh, actually the first preacher I feel like in the word of God was, was able. Amen. The scripture said that he talked with Cain as they walked along. He talked with Cain and I'm telling you something. I believe that there was more than just idle talk that day. I believe that old old brother Abel was telling him, Brother, why don't you just do it right? Amen. You know too much to do it the wrong way. You know too much, amen, to offer up something under God that's not acceptable in his sight. I'm telling you something from that day, amen, because the scripture said from righteous Abel unto Zechariah. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm telling you something this morning, uh, it was God's choice from the very beginning of time. Uh, amen. To put a preacher between him uh, and the child, uh, amen, of his. Hallelujah. It's still God's choice today. Uh, I said, it's still God's choice today. Uh, it's not by foolish preaching. Uh, he said, but by the foolishness of preaching, uh, I have chose to save you. Uh, amen. Somewhere in this walk of life. Uh, amen. You better make up your mind. Mind. I'm going to get me a preacher between me and hell I'm going to get a preacher uh, between me and eternity somebody that's not ashamed amen uh, to preach this gospel uh, somebody that's not ashamed amen uh, to tell me when I'm wrong oh you ought to thank God today uh, that you walked into Bendale Church where they still a shepherd uh, where they're still a preacher how can you put a value on a man of God hallelujah, we found that Moses, I'm telling you a man that God called from the backside of the desert amen, God called him and God qualified him, brother I'm telling you something, if God calls you, God's going to qualify you, amen, I said God's going to qualify you, I can remember laying on a little old cement floor and God calling me to preach this gospel, I told him, I said God, I said there's so many so much worthier than I. There's so many that know so much more than I do. There's those that are blue blood that have been raised and cut their teeth on an apostolic pew. Amen. God, I'm not capable. He said, I'm not looking at your capability. I'm looking at your availability. I'm looking at somebody that'll say yes, Lord. I'm looking at somebody that'll preach this word. You need to thank God every day that God put up preacher in Bendale oh run devil run I said run devil run I thank God for the preacher I thank God for the man that'll stand and preach this marvelous gospel hallelujah and there Moses come from the back side of the desert a man that uh, he did his speech was not good and he was ashamed to even talk and God called him to lead the greatest people on the face of the earth and there he said Lord you know I'm not a, I'm not a capable speaker he said well I'll get somebody to speak for you but you're still going to be the preacher I'm telling you something today it's not a one man show amen you you gotta have song leaders, and you gotta have Sunday school teachers, and you gotta have piano players, but there's still one preacher. I said there's still one man of God. How can you put a value on God's man? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There, Moses. Oh help me this morning Holy Ghost Amen Moses A man that was even ashamed To open his mouth around anybody But now we find That there's a holy boldness That comes on him It's the making of a preacher It's the making of a man of God I'm telling you He was the one. Oh, I know there was a lot of people in Israel at that time And brother but I'm telling you He was the only one The scripture said that God spoke with face to face it was Moses how can you put a value on a man that God has found favor with how can you put a value amen on the preacher that's going to lead you to liberty that's going to lead you to safety that's going to lead you amen across that Jordan I know we had not made it yet but we're one day closer than we were yesterday I know there's still going to be battles but stay with the preacher stay with the church Spiritual. Stay with the man of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. There, are Moses that holy boldness came on him and he stands before Pharaoh and I'm telling you something there is something different about him now amen. That it was when he was in the desert there's something different about the way he walks there's something different about the way he talks oh let me preach my heart this morning I know this man is a loving man I know this man is a caring man I know there's a lot of family here but can I tell you something don't ever get commonplace amen with a man of God he's more than your daddy he's your preacher he's more than your husband he's your man of God he's more than a than a, than a son-in-law he's the man of God he is the preacher that God's put between you and hell don't ever let it get commonplace Hallelujah There Moses would go, and he would stand before Pharaoh. I'm talking about the Pharaoh that everybody trembled, just at the sight of him. But now Moses goes, and he says, let my people go. I want you to know how you addressed him, brother. He said, let my people go. And he said, well, you can go just a little ways. He said, hey, I got news for you. He said, we're not going halfway. You ought to thank God for a preacher. Today, uh, that's already made up his mind. Uh, We're not going halfway. Uh, Amen. We're going to make it. Uh, We're not going to be lost in the battle. Uh, Amen. When the dust clears, I said, when the dust clears, uh, we still going to be standing. Uh, Amen. When the battle's over, we're going to wear a crown. How can you put a value on the man of God? Hallelujah. Moses, you can take them and go a little way. Oh, no. I'm not going halfway. Brother, we going all the way. I got news for you, church. If you'll stay with your preacher, you're not going to drop out halfway. You'll make it all the way home. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you ought to thank God you showed up at Bendale today. There's a lot of people showed up at churches this morning. And brother, they some issues. They don't know which way they're going to flip or flop. Hallelujah. You showed up here this morning still knowing that television is just as wrong as it was 40 years ago. Amen. I thank God. I said I thank God for men that are standing the gap and make up the hedge. I thank God for men. Amen. Whoa. How can you put a value on that kind of man of God? Hallelujah. 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 Can I preach on that for just a minute? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. It just hit me as funny this morning, that's all. It just hit me funny. Amen. Some of these just pushing for television, they couldn't hold a rodeo, radio broadcast. Amen. A rodeo or a radio. Hallelujah. Amen. And it hit me funny. I said, Who's going to pay good money? Who's going to pay good money for me to tell them it's wholeness or hell? Who's going to back me? Bud Light? Who's going to back me? Winston? Who's going to tell you? Brother, who's going to back us to tell them, amen, that if they don't get baptized in Jesus' name, they're going to go to hell? I'm telling you something. It's to whom the arm of the Lord is revealed. Amen. How can they hear without a preacher? It ain't got nothing to do with a television. It's got everything to do with a man of God. It's got everything to do with somebody that'll preach this gospel. Hallelujah. Praise God. And I know we're raising up a generation, amen, of young folks that I am madly in love with. And I want to see them live for God. But can I tell you something? Amen. We might gear our music farm a little bit, but this message is the same. This message is the same. I said this message is the same. It's the wholeness or hell. It's still one Lord, one faith, one baptism. It's still repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Hallelujah. We might gear some things different for you, but you got to get this message in your heart. Amen. You got to fall in love with a man of God. You got to realize there's no way to put a price tag on a man of God. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God always raised up a preacher. Amen. Now we find that old, old brother Samuel comes along. Oh, brother. He didn't know it, but he was a preacher from his mother's womb. Amen. He was a man of God. Now, I'm telling you something. We don't know who's sitting in this house. Amen. That God's gonna raise up. That's gonna hold fast to this marvelous truth. Amen. That God's gonna let it be wrote on the tablets of their heart, brother Marcus. Amen. That they're, oh, they're not gonna. They're not gonna sell the farm. Amen. They're not gonna sell the heritage. Amen. They're not gonna sell some things. Oh, let me preach my heart this morning. I'm telling you, there's some things that we inherited. I was not on Azusa Street. I was not there on the day of Pentecost. I was not there at the old brush arbors where they had to fight. I said where they had to fight Amen. just to have an old brush arbor. But can I tell you something? That heritage was passed down the line. It means something to me. I said it means something to me. You ought to thank God that you got a preacher that there's some value you in that heritage. Yeah. Hallelujah. 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 Heard a preacher preaching that things that are handed to you on a silver platter will soon tarnish. Because it don't mean anything to you. Hallelujah. How many people do you know that that, that received a great inheritance and it just they squandered it away, it went through their hands. Because they're not the ones that dug it out, brother Ford. They're not the one that worked for it. Hallelujah. Amen. Telling you something about this inheritance that we have. Amen, I'm in love with it today. Amen. I'll tell you something about the man of God that he's put in Bendale. I've talked with him here. I've talked with him there. Amen. His heart's the same. Amen. He loves this marvelous truth. Amen. The things that were handed down to us. Amen. There's still a value. Amen. It means something to me. I'm not going to be a. I, I, there's a little old Hebrew saying after ever Abraham, follows and Isaac. I didn't really understand that. Amen because I knew Abraham was a great patriarch and the scripture said he trusted God he believed God and brother he did some great things he did some wonderful things and I found that Isaac amen as we look down the line and we see Isaac there and I begin to look for all the wonderful things that he did and I soon realize amen that after Abraham after ever Abraham there follows an Isaac Isaac didn't do anything great. He didn't have any discernment. All I can find he did was went back and dig out some wells that his daddy had already dug. And then he let the enemy take them away from him. Brother, he wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed. Hallelujah. He wasn't no little bitty boy when he went up on Mount Moriah for that sacrifice. Hallelujah! That was not his first sacrifice. He had been to him since he was a baby, and he's a teenager, a grown, a grown man by standards today. I believe I'd have caught on. <laughs> Hallelujah! I believe I'd have went to looking for that lamb a long time before we ever got up far as Mount Moriah. Hallelujah! But he didn't have any discernment. You ought to thank God for a preacher today if he comes to you and he puts his hand on you and says, hey, is everything all right? He already knows it's not. There's discernment. There's discernment. You ought to thank God, young ladies, if a preacher comes to you or preaches a warning from this pulpit. Amen. God's already spoke to him. There's discernment there. Hallelujah. Amen. Isaac didn't have any discernment. I'm not trying to beat him up this morning. I'm just telling you what the Bible said. And when he was old, brother, he still didn't have any discernment. Amen. When Jacob come before him and he had on that old that old goat skin, that old, and I'm telling you something. He reached out and he began to feel of it. He said, Well, it feels good. Hallelujah. It feels good. I'm telling you, I've had some tell me in the last month, brother McCain, we went down yonder to church and they wearing it up to here and it's cut down to there and they got this hanging here and I could feel it. It still felt good. You don't have any discernment. I said, you don't have any discernment. You gotta have a preacher. That's why you gotta have a preacher. They said, I went, to, I went to a singing the other night. And they were singing and they had on tour. And it looked like jingle bells. But I could feel it. You don't have any discernment. You better thank God for a preacher. You better thank God for a preacher in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God didn't speak face to face with everybody. Hallelujah. He spoke with the preacher. Brother, they such a danger in getting commonplace. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm working on a little message, brother Ford. I ain't got it together yet. Amen. But they followed Moses in the wilderness, and whenever, whenever Moses and Joshua went up on the mountain, they followed him. He said, "You can only go so far." I'm asking you, where does the mountain start? Where does the mountain begin? Hallelujah. Where does the mountain begin? There's got to be a line that you draw somewhere that you don't let your preacher become commonplace to you. There's got to be a line that you draw somewhere. Amen. That you'll put the value of it in your children's heart. Amen. That this is just not Uncle. This is just not Uncle Moore. Hallelujah. Amen. This is the man of God. That's going to stand between you and hell. This is the man of God. That whenever you're sick you run to him. And let him lay hands on you. Amen. This is the preacher. Amen. When you don't know which way to go. He's going to tell you. Amen. When you don't know. And you face the storms of life. And you don't know what to do. He's going to tell you. Amen how can you put a value on that man of God hallelujah somewhere there's got to be a line around the mountain that we realize I can't go quite as far as the preacher hallelujah let me just teach you a minute stand up brother sit down brother stand up One more time. Stand up, brother. Can I tell you what? Every time that you stood up, your head was higher than anything else there. Every time. And if this church stands up, it's going to be because the head's higher than anything else in the church. Hallelujah. Oh, it's right whether you like it or whether you don't. Hey, I said it's right, hallelujah. Amen, brother, I'm telling you something. If you stand up feet first, you ain't going to stand very long. Amen, I'm telling you something. There's got to be a head. I said there's got to be a head. Amen, can I tell you who it is? Yeah, it's still the pastor. It's still the preacher. It's still the Moses. It's still the Joshua. It's still the Samuel. How can you put a value on that man of God? Hallelujah. You can be saved. Somewhere you just got to realize At this point He's not just my best friend At this point He's my man of God He can be your hunting buddy He can be your fishing buddy He can be your brother-in-law He can be all of that and we can laugh And have a good time but we got to know where the, where the mountain stops, Where it starts Hallelujah Hallelujah We got to know We got to know we're going to have our family saved. We're going to have our children saved. we got to know where the mountain starts. Hallelujah. We thank of Samuel now. Back on Samuel, just a little boy. Amen. There's Samuel. There's Samuel. He's working in the temple. Pretty much, pretty much just unseen. There's not a lot of people recognizing what he's doing. But he's doing something. For God. Hallelujah. There's the making of a preacher. There's a lot of things. Moses spent 40, 40 years on the back side of the desert. There's not a lot wrote about. It. You can read it in just a few lines. And a lot of times a man of God spends years, years, years in the making of a preacher. And there's not a lot wrote about it. But I'm telling you, when it comes his hour, his time, they'd have never got out of Egypt without a Moses. Hallelujah. They'd have never, they'd have never got through the wilderness. They'd have, never, they'd have died ten days in the wilderness, brother, if it hadn't been for a man interceding for them. Hallelujah. I think of think right now of the, the two fig trees in the, in the New Testament, one in Matthew and one in St. Luke. Jesus passed by one and looks at it and he, he looks under the leaves and see if there's any fruit there. and There is none. And he backs up and curses that fig tree and it withers up and dies right there. Hallelujah. He goes down the road. Another identical fig tree. And he looks under the leaves of it and he finds no fruit. And he backs up to curse it but there's a preacher that says, hey, just let me, let me dig around it another year. Let me dung it and work with it one more year. I'm asking you, where would you be if it wasn't for this man of God that has interceded and said, let me work with him one more year, God? Lord, I know they made a mess out of it this year, but let me work with them another year. Let me work with that young person that's went astray. Let me work with that marriage that's in trouble. God, let me work with that man that don't realize the value of living for God. Let me work with him another year. How can you put a value on the intercessor? How can you put a value between somebody that stands between you and God? Hallelujah. Philistines had come and taken away the power of God the ark of the covenant they took it away from Israel Israel captive to them because the power of God had been taken away from them we find that it goes down into their little towns the towns of the Philistines in Ekron and Gaza Ashdod everywhere it goes they just put it in the house with their other little gods. They get up in the morning, their god Dagon has fell on his face. They set him back up. They go the next morning, their god has fell on his face. And they set him back up. They go the next morning and his, his hands and arms and everything is broke off. The scripture said there's nothing but a stump there. I'm telling you, that's all they had to start with. Amen. These oh yeah. These people that are worshiping gods of wood and stone and bowing down to idols, amen, that cannot answer a prayer, amen, that cannot heal, that cannot save, that cannot deliver, that cannot bring the drug addict out of the world, amen. Cannot put marriages back together. I'm telling you something, they're no match. Amen. For the God I serve, they're no match today. But can I tell you through all of that power? You got to have a preacher, I, I said you got to have a preacher. God cursed the Philistines, even because they did not know how to handle the power of God. Hallelujah. They had the same power there that Israel had. They had the power of God there. That's where it rested in that ark. And I'm just saying today the charismatics. Amen. they may speak in tongues, they may run the aisle, they may shout and dance but if they don't have them a genuine apostolic Holy Ghost, holiness preacher between them and eternity somewhere the power of God is going to get them in trouble Amen, there's a danger today Hallelujah, I will study this week there is a danger today in going to the altar of fire when you had not been to the altar of sacrifice Amen, there's a danger in shouting and dancing and running the aisles Amen, when you don't know nothing about holiness and you don't know anything Amen, whoa Hallelujah. I'm talking about separation of the world. Where does it come from? It's going to come by a preacher. Hallelujah. Hebrews 11th chapter. It said, Almost all things are purged by the blood of the Lamb. Almost all things. That puzzled me. I said, Well, God, I don't want to do nothing that ain't going to be purged. God said, almost all things are purged by the blood of the lamb. And the rest of it's by a preacher. The rest of it's going to be by a man of God. This says, let me dig around it. Let me dung it. Let me work with it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You got that? Go to that. I believe it's 11 and 22 or 12 and 22. Hallelujah. Find it for me. It's there. The blood of Calvary, the blood of Calvary, amen, repentance, we remit our sins, that blood of Calvary is what what covers us furthermore, amen. But I'm telling you in life, if I could stay right under this light 24-7, right here, there is no shadow, there is no bearableness, not going to cast a shadow of turning. In the moment I prayed through the Holy Ghost, and the moment you did, you was a perfect human being. That Holy Ghost. But in life, you can't stay under that light 24-7. And there's going to be times in life that we get far enough that it begins to cast a shadow. Hallelujah. What happens then? Calvary's already done all it can do. You've got to have a preacher. You've got to have a preacher. You gotta have somebody that loves you enough to say, Brother Marcus, we can't do it that way. We can't do it that way. You gotta have somebody that loves you enough to say, Church, I love you, but we can't do it that way. You can't put a value on that man of God. Did you find it for me, brother? By the blood of bulls and Hebrews. He was preaching for another preacher right there. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! <laughs> I can go to it if you had not yet. Hallelujah! Just stay with me a minute. Thank you. Some twelve. It's worth waiting for. And almost, ninth chapter, verse 22. And almost all things are by the law purged with blood. And without shedding of blood is no remission. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Almost all things. Brother, those things that are not, you got to have a preacher. How many times, how many times has your preacher preached on Sunday and all during the week, you fed on it? You thought about it. What was it doing? It was purging. It was purging. It wasn't just in one ear and out the other. It wasn't water off of a duck's back. But it was something that, like that little bird you was talking about, it got down on the inside And all week, you thought about that scripture, and it began to purge. How can they hear without that preacher? How can they preach except they be son of God? That Ark of the Covenant, it was the power of God. And there the Philistines saw that they did not know how to handle it. They said, what are we going to do? They said, let's build a new cart, put it on it. It's all right for people that don't know nothing about it to build a new cart. But I'm telling you, we know too much today to put it on a new cart. Hallelujah. We know it's still got to be born on the shoulders of the preacher. Amen. We know that it's got to be born on the man of God, on the shoulders of the priest. That's where it's got to be carried. Amen. And there they put it on a new cart, put two cows pulling that cart. They said, we're going to follow it to the forks of the road. Said if it turns and goes toward Beth Shemesh, we'll know that we couldn't handle it because it was the power of God. And there they put their little treasure beside of it. And now we find that that cart heads on the road and when it gets to the fork, it goes toward Beth Shemesh. And there the men, the men were out in the fields. The people were in the fields. And they remembered what the power of God was like. And somebody shouted, there comes the ark. The power of God is coming home. If you're going to take the power of God home with you today, there's a certain way to do it. Hallelujah. It's not going to be by the signing of a card. It's not going to be by joining up with a church. Amen. But if you take the power of God home with you today, it'll be because you have repented of your sins. It'll be because you've been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 God's got a plan. God's got a preacher. God's got a way of salvation. Hallelujah. There the men begin to run out of the fields of Beth Shemesh. And there they gathered around the ark. And I want you to hear what they did. They took those two cows that was pulling that ark. And they went to the stone of Abel. And there they sacrificed those cows. And that was fine with God. It was fine with God. They tore down the cart. And they used it for wood for the sacrifice. And that was fine with God. They looked into the little little golden coffers on the side of the ark that the Philistines had put there. And that was fine with God. And then somebody decided, let's lift the mercy seat and look into the ark. And I'm telling you something. God killed 50,070 men because they did not have a preacher to handle the power of God. It was alright till they began to handle the power of God. It was alright until they lifted that mercy seat. Oh, I could preach about an hour on that. I'm telling you something. I don't care what walk of life they come from. I don't care how big a mess they are when they get in here. I don't care what kind of mess they've made since they've been here. If God's forgive them, it's under that mercy seat. Don't ever lift it up. If God said I'm, put it behind you. I'm telling you something. Don't ever lift that mercy seat up and look on the inside of it. You leave that to the preacher and to the and to God. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm just let the church roll on. But there they lifted up that mercy seat, and God killed fifty thousand and seventy of them. They did not have a man of God in their life. And there they took it to Abinadab's house and stayed for 20 years. 20 years without the presence of God. If we don't realize the value and contend for this faith, if we don't realize that the church is under attack and that somebody's got to contend for this faith, Amen. We're going to be in trouble. Hallelujah. We don't have men of of valor, amen, that will stand like Brother Moore and say, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Sister Moore, stand up, please. If we don't have ladies of example that you can follow after, I'm telling you if you'll look like she looks every time I've ever seen her if you'll look like that right there he ain't going to have to preach to you about how you're dressing Amen Somebody's got to contend for this faith Hallelujah You ought to thank God today that we got examples that God has set before us in the house of the Lord Hallelujah Hallelujah Contend for it word contend means to fight For something that you already possess. There's a difference. There's a difference. I used to follow that boxing. That contender already wore the belt. That challenger wanted it. That contender had already fought for it. That challenger was just wanting it. I'm telling you something. This church is fought to get where it's at today. We got to contend for the faith. How do we do that, preacher? Backing up your man of God. Amen. Tell him it ain't going to get too straight for me, Brother Moore. You hold to the old pass. Amen. You hold to the old pass. Let's stay with what we know is right. Amen. We st- let's stay with what we know that's going to that's gonna help us and make my- it. Amen. Let's stay. I might have told it here before. One of the biggest fights that ever took place was right up the, right up the road here. A ways Sullivan and Kilrain. Man by the name of Sullivan was the ten-year heavyweight contender. Had not lost a fight. Bare knuckles. Bare knuckles. Brother, he took some licks. He got knocked down, but he kept getting up. And the reason there's a church here today, it ain't because this preacher hadn't took his licks. Not because in the, I don't know how many years you've been here, but I'm sure there's been times that you've been knocked down, but he just kept getting up and kept getting up and kept getting up. Right up the road, not 30 miles from here. Jake Kilrain said, Sullivan, I'm going to take your title from you. He said, it's easier said than done. He said, I fought to get where I'm at. I have fought. They went 75 bare knuckle rounds. He just kept getting up. He just kept getting up. Until Sullivan said, I can't whip him. I'm telling you, church. We're in the fight. We're in the fight. And when this dust clears, you just keep getting up. When the dust clears, you just keep saying, I'm with you, Brother Moore. I don't care what they're doing down the road. I don't care what they're... Oh, hallelujah. I'm with you, preacher. I'm with you, man of God. I'm going to be with you when the dust clears. I'm going to be with you. They're the children of Israel. They saw that... That the ark, it was in Abinadab's house 20 years. And now they want it to come home. They want it so bad to come home. And the scripture says they finally called out to Samuel, the preacher. And preacher told him what to do. He told him what to do. Hallelujah. If you ever just make up your mind, you're not going to do it your way. But you're going to get a preacher between you and eternity. Amen. I'm telling you what, God's going to smooth the road out for you. Hallelujah. Amen. God will open the windows of heaven up for you. Some of you have been in such a tight, such a bind. Can I tell you why? You hadn't really made room for the man of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And there Samuel said, I- I'll pray for you. And out of all of Israel that was praying, the scripture said, and the Lord heard him. You got to have a preacher. That's God's plan. I'm telling you, when I'm, something happens to me and I end up in the hospital, I know they got good doctors all over the world. I just as soon as see Brother Moore walk in that room. Give me a preacher that knows how to pray. Hallelujah. Give me a man of God. Brother, I just as soon see you and you and Brother Moore come in that room, amen, and say, hey, we come on business for the king. Amen. I just as soon know, amen, that there's somebody there praying for me. Oh, Brother Duncan, my friend over there, he had a bad stroke here 12 weeks ago. I went to that hospital, and that, that male nurse told me, he said, you can't go in there. He said, he's upset. I said, well, he's going to be a lot more upset. He finds out this preacher standing out here in this hall. Hallelujah. I know I shouldn't have. That door was right there and and that brother Duncan was right there. I said, brother Duncan, I'm out here. It wasn't but a minute, brother. They come got me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. ain't nothing to somebody that knows the value of a preacher amen this week he went for his checkup they told him said told his wife said if he lives he'll be in a wheelchair the rest of his life he couldn't speak he couldn't move nothing on his right side this week he walked into that hospital he walked up those stairs hallelujah no walker no nothing One of those nurses said, hey, sir, don't I know you? He said, yeah. He said, I was in intensive care down here just a few weeks ago. He said, I'm the one they said would never be able to move his right arm and never be able to move his right leg and never be able to speak again. He said, but I know the value, amen, of a man of God praying for you. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. How can you put a value on God? How can you put a value on the man of God? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. He couldn't, he couldn't even talk. But brother, I'm telling you something. When he found out that we was out there, Amen. He went to throw in a fit till they got me in there. Hallelujah. That's how important your preacher needs to be to you. Amen. That's how important the man of God needs to be to you. Every major decision you make in life about who you marry, what you're going to be on, where you're going to be on, what you're going to be I ain't talking about, don't wake him up at 2 o'clock in the morning if you've got a flat tire. Fix it. If your refrigerator goes out, buy another one. But if you're going to go buy something big, I'm talking about make some major decisions. You need to involve your man of God. Hallelujah. 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 And there, old Samuel, he began to pray. And God heard him. God heard him. They come to the music. I'm closing. How can you put a value on a man of God? That little old Shunammite woman, brother, everything, it was just as beautiful skies as what it is this morning. And she said, you know, I feel like we need to make a room for that man of God. And her husband, I don't find where he argued with it or anything. But it looks like you know that he would have thought of it first. But he, he said he went along with her, just whatever you want to do. She said it hadn't got to be nothing fancy. But let's make a room for him. She didn't know somewhere down the road how valuable that little room was going to be. She didn't know that down the road that little room was where life and death was going to have a struggle and life was going to win simply because she had made room for a man of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That little woman that lost her husband. The creditors come. No, she didn't, she didn't call 911 and she didn't run to the first finance she ran to the man of God because they had already prepared already prepared somewhere in this life between now and eternity you need to make sure that you put a preacher in your life this church stands this morning There was nothing like, there was nothing like the power of God that when Samuel prayed, the enemy had encamped around him already. It was a no-win situation. Hopeless. But a man of God prayed. Hallelujah. Man of God prayed. There's, there's nothing like man of God stepping into the room and him praying. Hallelujah. I know I've probably told it before. I trusted God. 23 years didn't have as much as an aspirin tablet put in my mouth. I was at home with if you've ever had them you'll know what I'm talking about. I was at home with kidney stones. And on about the I don't know if it was the third or the fourth day but anyway I passed out. My brother and my daddy took me to the hospital, which was probably the right thing to do. I woke up and I had those IVs in me, brother. And I'm telling you, I felt like I had lost, I felt like Sister Moore had lost such a testimony. My wife come in the room, I didn't, they were talking, I never even acknowledged that they were there. My kids, I never even acknowledged that they was there. But then all of a sudden, my preacher, my man of God, when he walked around the door, came in that room, put his hand on me. And he said, son, you had not lost anything. He said, you preach the same thing you've always preached. He said, you've just learned from an experience." How can you put a value on a man of God that can just wipe away your fears, wipe away the tears, cry with you when you cry, hurts with you when you hurt? Amen. He's like Moses. God, this is my people. This is my people. Somebody asked, say, how close are the men in your church? I said, they're close enough. If one gets cut, everybody bleeds. Can I tell you something? The troubles that you go through, this man, he's with you. Whenever you're in trouble, he feels like he's in trouble with you. Amen. How can you put a value on the man of God? I thank God today for preachers that have stood in the gap. You're going to inherit it. Some of you young people, you're going to inherit it. Let it mean something to you. Let it be like Naboth's Vineyard. You need to hang a big sign on you. I'm not for sale. It means something to me. It means something. I read a, I read a book. Good Earth is the name of it. About a man in China that so poor, just dirt poor. Married a young lady and had a son and had a second one. And he found out that if he could just get land, that he could provide better for them than he had for himself. And he started every penny that he could save. He would buy it one foot at a time. A foot of land. And a foot of land. And a foot of land. and he raised those two sons, God had prospered him enough that he was able to send them to school. And then when his wife had died, he moved to just a little house. They called it the long home, long house, out in the field. And there as he was in that house one day, he heard his two sons that were now very prosperous businessmen. And they come and they, they're looking about the fields. And one of them says, "When Wang Lung dies, we'll develop this part. We'll sell this part." And he heard him and he come running out, crying, "Don't sell the farm! Please, don't sell the farm! Don't sell the land!" And they said, "Oh, we're not going. We're not going to sell it. We're not going to sell it." I'm just telling this church today, young people, this man has preached his heart. He's given his life to this church. He's given you a heritage to stand on. Don't sell the farm. Don't sell the land. If we'll hold to it, if we'll hold to the standards that have kept us safe, if we'll hold to the doctrine that has separated us from the world. If You hold to that man of God that's in your life. Amen. You're going to be saved. But if you lose your inheritance, if you squandered away, Amen, you'll have no hope. No hope. Put some value today in your preacher, your man of God. As they sing this morning, Sing this morning. Brother, I I just feel it in the Holy Ghost as they sing. Why don't you come stand down here? I come on purpose today. I love this man. Love what he stands for and what he preaches. Every preacher needs to hear it. I appreciate you. I thank you for preaching to my family. And I want you to come this morning. They, sometimes we seek opportunities. Sometimes we think of things that we want to tell the preacher. Sometimes we want to tell him how good he did, but we get away and we don't do it. We intended to. But Sister Becky, just don't ever, he's busy here and he's busy there. and It goes unsaid, undone. But um, Here's an old song. Give me my flowers while I'm living. I'm telling you today, you need to let your man of God know that from the depths of your heart, that you have value in him, that you have trust in him, confidence in what he tells you. Amen. You need to surrender your families to the preaching of this man of God. If you intend on your children being saved, if you ever intend on bringing home the power of God, you're going to have to have a preacher in your life. If you're here today and you're a visitor and you don't have a home church, this is not going to save you. But you need to come and just shake hands with a real man of God today. Say play. Would you come?
1: Thank you for giving. The Lord, I am a life that was changed. Thank you for giving to the Lord, I was alive. life that was changed. Was changed. Just thank you for giving you it. to the Lord. You see, I'm so glad that you came, I wanna say thank you for giving to the Lord. You see, I am alive. That was changed. You so blessed. Pay- Give it to the Lord. You see, I'm so glad that you gave. Say
0: thank
1: you for giving to the Lord. I am alive. That was changed. Thank you for giving to the Lord. I'm so glad glad that you gave I want to say thank Thank you For for giving giving to the Lord Lord. I am a life that was changed changed. Thank you For giving to the the Lord Lord. I'm so So glad glad that that you Say thank you for giving it to it the Lord. Lord. Now I am alive. That was changed. changed. Thank you for giving it to, it to the Lord. Lord. I'm so, so glad, glad that you gave. It. Oh, thank it to the Lord. The Lord. I'm alive. I am alive. That's that been changed. changed. Oh Lord, thank you for giving, giving to the, the Lord. I'm so I'm glad, glad that you yeah. just thank, thank you, you. I'm for giving you. to the Lord. Don't you see? I am a life that was changed So thank you For giving to the Lord, Lord. I'm so, so glad, glad that you gave Just thank you Lord Thank you, Lord Thank you, I am a life that was changed change.